show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Long Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, Press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao, in India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadet. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant. Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Well, welcome everybody uh, to Self Cell Care. And today is going to be, well, it already is an exciting day. And we have uh, Michelle Froge here, and we're going to talk about the power of self 
love. And what she says is learning to love yourself can be a journey. I would say it is a journey for sure. Um, and lack of self-worth, uh, people pleasing and beliefs about right and wrong can empty our cup. And then when we learn to love ourselves, we are then able to share love with others and make a true impact in the world. So I am, uh, we, we know that we're having a little bit of uh, technical difficulties this morning, by the way. So, um, and uh, so I'm going to bring Michelle on as soon as she's backstage again. <laughs> And I think, I don't, yeah, she's just not showing up backstage. Um, so there she is. Okay. All right. Grand Rising, sister. Can you hear me okay? Hello, hello. I can. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what's going on, but um, we'll, we'll work it out. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, so you're freezing. I'm freezing a little bit. The screen is freezing. Um, and it, you know, we will work through it. Um, you know, I've, uh, I've been doing a lot of healing and a lot of volunteer work last night. <laughs> so, um, while I was sleeping, I woke up, I'm like, ah, oh, I feel like I've been working all night. <laughs> oh goodness. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm getting some selenite out here. Yeah. Got mine. Price white light. Yeah. Mine's always right here, but I think I was like, well, I think I'm going to like put it on my computer. And That's what I just that. did. I put the selenite on my computer. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. what I'm doing. Yeah. Thank okay, you. Okay, good. <laughs> so, so let's talk about, you know, you know, uh, learning to love yourself is a journey and, I will just start with this and then let you uh, take the show. When I spiritually awoke, uh, was which was 2012, and then I think it was like 2016 or 17, I ran into a girlfriend of mine and who I knew from grade school, and she makes my jewelry. You know, so pretty. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. And she made me this, which is rose mm -hmm. quartz. And I have the earrings. Yes. Too. I'm just not wearing the earrings today because these are better for channeling <laughs> my stone. Um, but rose quartz is about self-love, helps you manifest self-love. And so I'm just going to give that one tip just to get us started that if you're struggling with self-love like I was, get yourself self-love self -love crystal. <laughs> it could be an, uh, a bracelet, right? It could be a necklace, earrings. It could be a rock that you just put in your pocket. There you go, right? I'm not wearing mine today. So, so tell me what you think. This is a great topic. It is. Um, and it's something that I 
I think I realized it was a challenge for people, but I didn't realize the magnitude mm -hmm. um, until I did a, um, a I, I hosted a self-care challenge. I think you probably remember back in February and I, I'm being led to do it again. Mm -hmm. um, what I found when I decided to host that, really it was a calling, right? It, I mean, I had the idea, but obviously <laughs> uh, spirit gave me the idea um, because it was so needed. And what I found was as soon as I announced it, people were just jumping on to come be in this self-love challenge. And it, I was grateful to have so many women in that space. And at the same time, it, it affected me because I realized then, wow, people in general, I was working with just women, but I know this goes across the board. People have a difficult time not only loving themselves, but taking time for themselves, doing the things that show yourself love. We can say, I love myself all day long. And while that may be true, what would happen if, Jody, if I told you, I love you, I love you, I love you, but I never spent time with you. I never spoke to you on the phone. I never went and had lunch with you or grabbed a coffee or was there for you when you needed support. It would be empty for me. Exactly. You you would have a hard time truly believing that I loved you if I wasn't showing that in some sort of demonstrative way on the outside. Even a small way, right? Like, I mean, exactly. and, and, and yeah. that was one of the big reasons, Michelle. Uh, okay, I guess I'm supposed to just out it. Um, you know... still needs to be cleared apparently my sister which is why it's so important to have you as my sister i went to uh undergrad at depaul university well the second half and it's downtown chicago so i would get off the train and i would walk to depaul university and you didn't do that without walking past Sears Tower, which is now Willis Tower, which is where my sister worked. And so I had to walk there and I had to walk back. And over the years that I went to school, she never found one time to have lunch or dinner with me or even a cup of coffee. And that takes its toll on your psyche about whether or not you're loved. And so what I'm going to tell you, if you have those people, say goodbye. Because mm -hmm. they, you, so I was finding my self-worth through how, through her lens, her lens, which was not a very good lens. Right. Thanks, Leslie. And you know what that also says is likely she struggled or struggles with self-love as well. She does. Yeah. I know that. 
But I mean, we're talking uh, three and a half years of walking back and forth. <laughs> you could have said yes once, <laughs> at least once. You know, this brings up a really um, interesting point and it's synchronicities. And so I'm, I feel like this is meant to be said now because you brought this up and I was just dealing with, well, two different things um, in two different families. And I was led to, to speak out that just because you have either adoption papers that say you belong to a certain family or you have the same blood in your body that says you are the same family does not mean that that family gets a special card to abuse you, to treat you any way they want to discard you, to um, be toxic with you. It, it, we, we are placed there and we choose to be there to learn lessons. It doesn't mean we have to stay there after those lessons are learned. That goes for any relationship, but I think a lot of times people have a difficult time doing what you just said, let them go because they are quote family and we feel like we have some sort of obligation. But here's the thing. If a friend who is not blood started doing it, if, if, if I did that to you, if I worked in the Sears Willis tower and for three and a half years, you walked by and I didn't take the time to at least come down, meet you in the lobby and give you a hug at very least, you would say, bye, Michelle, you are not the friend I thought you were. You're not the kind of person I want in my life because you don't have time for me. And that may be something that's going on in your life and that's completely fine, but I need more. I want more. I deserve more. I deserve better. And that's exactly what we can and should do to quote family if we are being treated poorly and it cannot be resolved. I'll say that, you know, if we try to have the conversation, if we try to resolve it, if we try to be open and honest and bring in the line, you know, open up the lines of communication, if we try to do that and it just doesn't work and the, the pattern continue, continues, there is no reason that we have to hold on. That's, that's a lack of self-love. If we do hold on and we, we take the abuse and we become a victim mm -hmm. because we are not victims. No, we're not. We are not victims. And I don't have much tolerance for that crap. No, no. And it's a lack of self-love if we stay in a place where we are abused or treated in certain ways that we do not appreciate, that we do not accept. And we stay because of the relationship. And the bottom line is, what kind of relationship is it if you're being treated that way anyway? Right. I have something to show you. It was my show life. Me. Yeah, it was my life journey to to be uh, to understand the power of loving yourself. And I just remembered it now, and I'm going to go get it. So, um, keep talking. <laughs> I need okay. to run and get it. So, with so we've got yes. <clears throat> Actually, let me just do this. First of all, let me welcome our listeners. 
Welcome, Teddy. Welcome, Zelda. Zelda says, Grand Rising Rockstar Sister. Holy moly, we're not alone in our despair. Awesome show. Thanks for sharing. And then she says, Family is usually the first ones to hurt you. Bible predicts that from centuries ago, we must decide individually who to stay away from and be okay with that decision all day. Amen. Amen. And Chris says, good morning, loves. Good morning, Chris. So what I'm going to say before I go get what I'm going to show you. <coughs> I'm clearing this. As a child, my mom bought me a, uh, a picture of Raggedy Ann and Andy. And it had um, a, a phrase on it. And the frame broke. I don't know how many times. So I've reframed it in the most beautiful frame. And it goes with me wherever I go. And I'm going to show you guys what that is. And it's about letting go. And she gave this to me as a child. So I get that this was my life purpose, knowing when to say part of my life purpose, not my complete, but really surrendering, right? Like if somebody wants you in their life, they'll show you, right? And I'm not saying you don't throw a grace card. Things happen. But you don't do a throw a grace card for four years in a row. So let me show. And then uh, right. share what you want about self-love. Okay. <laughs> you know, there's all sorts of ways that we can show self-love and it varies from, I mean, something as simple as taking a bath, you know, I'll share this, the energies right now, if, if you're feeling them as well, I know Jody is, Oh yeah. the energies heavy right now. And Sometimes when we take those things on and, you know, we want to help others, we want to help our friends and our family, our loved ones. So we are there for them. And also we cannot be there for them in a way that is helpful to them or us if we are depleted of our own energy. And so last night after helping several people and really trying to um, clear myself from, I was just on a long trip and I was with family and friends and, you know, just everything coming at you mm -hmm. as it does. Um, I really needed some me time. And I knew that because first of all, um, you know, I was coming on here this morning and I wanted to be clear and um, really just have the clarity and the open lines of communication with source that I, that I, well, not only desire, but that the, the listeners deserve and what they come here for, the messages from the divine. And also, I needed to fill myself back up from all that I had given out. And that is self-love. When we say no, I, I'm not able to do this or that, whatever is being asked of you, that's not being rude. It's knowing how to take care of yourself. And so it's filling I your own cup. Shut everything down. Yeah, it's filling up. Uh, yeah, your own I cup. shut everything yeah. down early sometimes 
And, you know, I will go read or I will meditate or I will take a bath or whatever so that I don't have all of this stuff. I'm not open for all of this stuff that wants to come at us, right? Mm -hmm. So all sorts of ways to take care of yourself, show yourself love. And it's not wrong, which is another point. I want you to show your your Mm -hmm. picture. And then I think that's another really good point. Oh, you froze. Oh, there you are. Okay, you're back. Do you want me to show so the picture did you. now? Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you want me to show the picture now, or do you want me to? Were you completing? It sounded like yeah. you. Oh, okay. So go, this is it. Go ahead and show the picture because we'll keep talking. Okay. So that's the picture, and I'll read it. And what it says: If you love something very, very much, you guys all know this. Let it go free. If it does not come back, it was never meant to be yours. But if it does, love it forever. And she gave this to me as a child. Um, I was probably, I mean, I've had it in my, I I had it when I was born. I mean, and it's been a life lesson. Let it go. Like, don't go chasing people, Jody. And so I don't, you know, um, and don't, and I don't mean that I don't, um, pursue like, and reach out to people, but I do take no for an answer and no doesn't necessarily mean that they said no, they didn't actually use the words. People have different ways of saying no. And I used to make them all, why don't you just say so? Well, no, you don't have to, Jody. You can actually let read between the lines. You know? I would actually think that I had to make them say their truth. It's not my charge. You don't want to speak your truth? That's your choice. Bye-bye. You know? Um, And Chris says, good morning, loves. Good morning, Chris. And she says, I love your picture. Thank you. So I pulled out a list and we actually have a caller. They've been holding. You want to take a caller? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So it's 872-453 and we're going to bring you on and you get to either make a contribution about self-love or we can do a free intuitive reading for you. Your choice in the matter. All right. Welcome to Self Sell Care. Uh, who's calling and where are you calling from? Hello. Hello. Eight seven two four five three. You're live on the air. Hello. Hi, so you're live on Self Cell Care. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Rashida Ali. I'm calling from Chicago, but I didn't punch one. <laughs> it's just unmuted, but since I am unmuted. Oh, um, so you didn't have a question. That's okay. Um, 
you know, uh, you, apparently maybe it was just accidentally. Do you have a contribution you'd like to make about self-love or do you, would you like a free intuitive reading or, um, I don't ever really think that there's mistakes in the world. Well, um, I can make a comment on self-love. I, 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 I really hadn't, had not, um, done it um uh, because i had um misinterpretation of a definition of self love i always thought self love was like narcissistic uh behavior so i never uh, i never uh, engaged into that because i didn't have a, a real knowledge of it i always thought that people who Self-love really could not express uh, true love to others because they were too too much into themselves. And now that listen to you, uh, basically I, I sort of changed my thought on it because everybody, even during the time I was growing up, um, that I knew that practiced what I thought was self-love only cared mostly for themselves. They didn't have time to even, you know, help others uh, because of love. So I really am learning now since I'm listening to you a, a different meaning. That's that. I love your contribution. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, there's, um, yeah, so we, we, we grow up. And we're programmed to believe that these certain behavior behaviors are acceptable. And like Michelle was saying earlier, um, you know, just because they share the same last name or bloodline doesn't give them the privilege of um, treating you less than whole. Michelle, what's your last name? Well, my last name is actually uh, uh, not what I was born with. It was one that I married into. So, um, yeah, no. but, it's but it's different is, than mine, right? It's what? I'm it's, sorry? It's different than mine. Correct. Yes. My last name is Susan. Susan Calhoun because of my marriage. But, but you're my sister. Mm-hmm. I chose you as my sister. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have choices that we can make. And we can be the love that we want in the world and then bring that into our field, into our world, into our day-to-day. -day. But if we're searching and still asking people to love us, <clears throat> it kind of doesn't work. You have to love yourself first. Because we tr teach people how to treat us by how we treat ourselves. Does yes. that make sense? Absolutely. And what was your name on the on the call again? It's Ali. Something Ali. Marcita. Marcita. So Marcita, does that make sense that we need to teach people how to treat us? Yeah, you have to because I, 
like you say, some people are selfish and they only think of self. Uh, they really don't, a lot of people don't think outside of themselves, so they can't consider your feelings. They don't want to. They have no interest. And that's what I run into anyway. Um, it's only about what they think and feel. So you have to teach them. So they actually know truly uh, you uh, and your needs and your desires because people don't know. They, they only think, they don't consider. So that's why they can't know. They're not interested unless you bring it to their attention. That's been my experience anyway. I'm with you, uh, Marcita. You know, I have a funny story. <clears throat> my mom and I, when she was alive, we were sitting on the steps um, going up to her room. And we're sitting on those steps. And she's like, you know, your dad never gets me what I want for my birthday or Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever, right? And I looked at her and I said, well, did you tell him? <laughs> and she said, no. I said, how is he supposed to know? Right, right, and she looks at me and she's wise, right? She goes, Oh, <laughs> I said, Mom, you're a little yeah. bit of a withholder. <laughs> My mom was a withholder, so she would withhold mm. information, expecting you to just to get it telepathically. And we hadn't evolved yet to telepathic, so I mean, it just didn't work. And certainly, those two didn't yeah. have telepathic. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that happens a lot in, um, you know, romantic relationships, marriages, things like that, you know, where we can expect the other person, well, they should just know, don't they know me? Well, no. yes, they probably <laughs> do know you. However, they only know you as much as you have opened up and allowed yourself to be known. And quite often we think that we're being open. We think we're communicating our needs and our wants and our desires. But really, if we're not speaking the language that the other person understands, they're not going to get it. And it doesn't mean that they don't want to give you or show you that kind of love, but they simply don't know how because they, they don't speak the same language. And so that is why, too, vocal and speaking up, telling others what you need and desire, as well as showing them by the way that you treat yourself. You know, if you take time out for yourself to do things that fill you back up, it's not going to be strange when you tell them, no, I'm not going to go with you or watch, you know, this show with you or whatever. I'm going to take some me time. It won't be odd to them because you do that on a regular basis anyway. So they won't take offense to it when you say it to them, when they ask you to spend time with them or do something. So yeah, it goes right back to your point. We have to show ourselves love and in turn that shows others how to treat us. So I have uh, an alert here. We're having trouble streaming to Facebook. This may be an issue on Facebook's end. It's possible the stream was ended or deleted on Facebook. We'll keep trying and let you know. If it's resolved, please check Facebook. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, and I got, oh, strange when I, when I, 
was gone and then came back in, I had a similar uh, message saying that it might be on our end, meaning StreamYard. So there's, again, there's a lot, there's a lot of energies going around. Yeah, certainly is. Um, yeah. So Marcita, thank you for calling in. Is there anything else you'd like to contribute before we take the next caller? You're welcome. Thank you very for this name. What's that? I said uh, thank you very kindly for listening and allowing me to speak. Oh, of course. We absolutely want to listen to you and we enjoy listening to you speak. And thank you for calling in. We appreciate your contribution. If you know, when people contribute, it's healing. Right? Because we, we're sharing the knowledge. It allows other people to heal from the inside out. Because healing's always an inside job. So thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. So I'm going to mute your mic, and I'm going to bring on the next person, which is at 317248. So let me just do that. And... Um, yeah, and Chris says that she was kicked off of Facebook. So I guess it it was a uh, – it could be – I think it's on Facebook's side because everything else is going just fine. So we have three ones – actually, before we're going to bring on 317248, uh, I just want to um, share what everybody else has said, and then we'll go to our next caller. Chris says, in order to love <clears throat> others – one first has to love thyself. Um, Naima said, your, your show's dead on Facebook, but live on YouTube. You know, so be it. Um, uh, within learning to love thyself lies many things. And then she goes on to say, like forgiveness, grace, no judgments, etc., she says unconditional love of self then translates into the ability to have unconditional love of others. She wrote if, but I know she meant of. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, when I did a healing circle for our good friend, uh, Michael, at uh, Unity North Church, <clears throat> the reason... He was his body wasn't able to heal, which by the way, he looks amazing now. Uh, he's walking <laughs> and no oxygen and no wheelchair. Um, oh. but yeah, he's, he's, he's doing good. And it wasn't just me, it was the whole circle. I just want to make sure clarity that it was the energy of everybody that everybody brought in. Um, but what I'm going to say is what I attuned to and removed for him was this um, self-loathing. He was beating himself up in the subconscious mind for actions he took as a teenager. And he let it go. And he decided to receive healing and receive love. This man, in, in, in under a month, went from a wheelchair to walking. They said his heart wasn't going to work anymore. Yeah. And I saw him at church the other day. We were with the Tibetan monks. 
And I said, you're a lesson for the world, Michael. The world's going to be learning from you. They've been learning from him, but it's going to be a different learning, right? See, we are self-healers. God made us that way. Mm -hmm. So he's here to show us that you don't have to listen to doctors who says that your heart's not working and there's no way to repair it. Oh, spoiler, I've got my own repair center on the inside. And his heart is almost fully healed because I was in it yesterday <coughs> at church. You know, we had the Tibetan monks, they're chanting, that's so healing. I'm like, well, this is a good time to help him. <laughs> you know, leverage, le leverage that beautiful energy. So, Vieta Robinson, our Friday and Sunday host, she says, Grand Rising, beautiful sisters. And uh, Grand Rising to you, Vieta. Nice to have you here. And Chris says she was kicked off Facebook. We know. Thank you. Um, and she said, video ended. We'll just upload it later. And Chris also says, healing is always an inside job. Would be fat would be a fabulous book title. Probably already taken, but who knows. And then she says, so elated to hear Michael is doing so much better. Oh, yeah. Right, Chris? I mean, he's walking. He's walking. He's talking. He's healing. He's almost done. Yeah, so Chris was part of that. Everybody was part of the team. I mean, I know our friend Philip Shannon. He shared uh, Michael's story with, I don't know, a whole group of shamans. Right. I, and I, I think I shared it with you. So we all did healing on him up into that event and still we're all sending him healing. He's surrounded by healers. So, all right. So we've got number, did I lose? Was it three, one, seven, two, four, eight, who I'm supposed to bring on? I think we'll see. I don't know if this is um, Marcita or someone new. So let's uh, do that. Let me see if we got that. There we go. So Grand Rising, uh, this is uh, Jody with Self Self Care. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Good morning, Jody. It's Bonnie. Hi, beautiful Bonnie. How are you, Dolly? Thank you, Michelle. I love watching you guys. I have learned so much. And I was on the night with Michael Sealing, and it was just, so powerful that I could feel it all the way to Indiana. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, we still have it up on the YouTube channel. So if anybody wants to watch it, we took it off of unity and put it on Susan essentials. So if you ever need a healing, you, you can watch it. You'll still get that. Um, you'll still get the benefits of that healing. Um, so thank you for that. It's Why I'm calling today, Jody, <coughs> is that I would love to have an intuitive healing because, like you say, nothing is, uh, you always, things always pop up when you're needing them. Well, self-love and relationships with children are, has been for several years, um, one of my major, um, onsets of trying to have a better relationship with my sons 
um, it seems like I always step in the middle of it somehow that I, I don't realize that whatever words I have to say that come back and, and hit me in the face of, and, and they turn it around like I'm trying to be critical where I feel like I'm speaking my truth. Um, so I would like to have an intuitive healing or, or reading about uh, whatever comes up about that for my children and why we can't seem to get on the same path at the same time. Um, so uh, I'm going to tell you, and I only realized this last night, so here it comes. And then Michelle, uh, I'm going to let you pipe in on this, but I'm going to take it. Sorry. So no. um, so uh, my husband and I were having a hard time. And he jokingly said, Oh, I'm watching. I must have been when I when I would say something to him, uh, and I said, "Well, I already told you." He would say, um, "Well, I must have been watching another movie." And he sent me a text message last night, and I was getting ready to reply to the text message, and I said. And I, and I didn't send it, but I said, it's almost like you're in a different dimension or reality. And boom. I didn't send the message. I went into a meditative state. And I unchained him from the other dimension. And he was in that dimension, not because he's a bad person, but because he is of the light. And so his, his right wrist was chained in this other dimension and his wings, his angel wings were pinned down and he was gagged and he was being tortured, which is why he was people pleasing on earth all the time. We cleared all that. I mean, we were on the outs because I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, I, I don't know how like, you could keep on telling somebody the same thing and still get the same results. And they keep on saying they're going to do, they're going to do it. So let me take this back to you, Bonnie. Let me go in there. Because somebody in the family's in another dimension. Is it Bonnie in another dimension or not? Yes, you are. And are the kids in another dimension or not? Yes, they are. So before we unchain everybody, <laughs> Michelle, is there something else you would like to add to that? What else do you hear? Um, I'm just seeing that, you know, a, a perhaps um, 
more elementary way to put it. If that, hope that is not rude. <laughs> it's not meant to be. Um, is we are all on our own journeys. We ascend, we elevate at different levels. Um, just like in school, okay? In school, there are those kids that that um, advance quicker than others. They catch on to certain concepts and things. Um, and at times, you know, you might have been, I was, one that would look at others and say, wow, they're really smart. You know, how did they, how did they grasp that so quickly? Like geometry, for instance, I still don't know that. I mean, I have no idea <laughs> how to do geometry, but for some, it was really, really easy. And, and yet they probably were looking at me when we were in our creative writing class, because I was just boom, 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 because that's where I excelled. So we all have not only different ways of learning and advancing, um, but we also have different strengths. And so we are only capable of, I shouldn't say only, humanly capable of seeing things through our eyes. We can allow ourselves to see things through heavenly eyes, if you will, divine eyes, but on the regular, we only see things through our human eyes. So all that to say, what I'm feeling is you are, you are higher as far as ascension wise, Bonnie, than your boys are. And there is no judgment. It just what, it's just what it is. It's just like yeah, somebody I was really, better at geometry. Yeah, she's a Reiki master too. Mm -hmm. She's an intuitive, Michelle. Okay. Um, meet Bonnie Morton. Well, that's, that's what I'm seeing. So <laughs> yeah, good, good, good. Because of that, that's where the disconnect is, right? That's where um, you are speaking your truth, but they're not hearing it that way because they can't comprehend that. So it it's nothing that, you're doing wrong or they're doing wrong. It's a matter of healing. It's a matter of communication and not dumbing yourself down, but really trying to see it from their point of view rather than where you're seeing it from because they're not there yet. Is there any way to help? That makes sense. Them? I'm sorry. Is, Is there, there any, any way, way to help way elevate them? Yeah. The question is, Michelle, is there any way to help elevate them? And the answer is yes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'll let you continue. Yeah, I'm feeling that there needs to be a healing first because I'm feeling resistance on their end because what they're seeing, and, and this is just, um, I mean, this is very, uh, typical when um, someone is speaking their truth from an elevated place, oftentimes for those that they are speaking to that are not grasping it, it feels judgmental. It feels um, mm -hmm. fric there's friction there. Um, 
because they can't comprehend it. I'm sorry. She said yes. Oh, okay. I'm having a really hard time. Things are breaking up. I'm sorry. It's okay. So, so that being said, from what I'm seeing is the, not the only way, but a really good place to start with helping them elevate is when you're speaking to them, having the clear intention and, and you may have to truly um, stop yourself before you speak to them and put, so I have a tool that I use and it's a triangle. It's a communication triangle. So you're connected to source, Bonnie, and then you're connecting out to your sons or to to whomever you're speaking with. And then it goes back up to source. So it's one big triangle. And if you can see it that way and set your intentions for clarity, um, for them to feel and understand um, how you are speaking and what you are speaking and the intention behind it. So when you're speaking, they're not feeling judgmental or they're not feeling the judgment that they're feeling now. So just being very clear with your intentions um, will be, I think, a really good first step to create that healing because they're not going to want to listen to you and have you help them elevate if they feel like you're judging them. So I feel like that's a first step that needs to have happen. And the, the really important point is it's because you're their mom. So they, they have always, you know, their relationship with you has always been taking direction from you, you know, when they were young and, you know, the disciplinarian and all of those things. So they're continuing to see you in those eyes through those eyes, even though your relationship obviously is much different now that they're older. So it's almost as if they need to like take the blinders off of the parent child relationship that was created and really kind of remove that fog and see you as a person, not a parent. Does that make sense? Very much, very much. Right, so give them an opportunity to recreate the relationship. And actually, Michelle, that's exactly what my mom and I did. Um, so we recreated our relationship um, actually several times throughout our lifetime because at one point she was my mentor, then I was her mentor, then we were just friends. Um, and then I was her caretaker. So, you know, you know, so it's, so there's, it's not a one and done as you might imagine that our relationship will take on many forms. Yeah. Um, Bonnie, I, I did release you from that other dimension that what I found is that, um, in addition to what Michelle was saying, the, it's, it's, it's kind of like we have these wavelengths, okay? These wave forms. And as we speak, mm-hmm. there's a wave, there's a frequency that comes out of our mouth. 
but it's going into this other dimension and getting translated differently. Okay. And so I removed you from that and unchanged you and, you know, unclip, you know, unpinned your wings while Michelle was talking to you um, from that other dimension. Um, and I'm not allowed to do it for your children at this point in time. Um, it's, uh, I don't know why I'm not allowed to right now. That can change. <clears throat> um, well, it, it, being a single parent since they were two and six, uh, and now they're in their fifties. So I've always seemed to have a strained relationship and I think it was because, like you said, I was the dis disciplinarian and uh, the father was, let's have good times and let's go party. They, uh, here's so, what I'm hearing. They didn't value you and they still don't. And they, oh, this is hurtful. They, um, Give me a minute. I have to get my emotion out. Okay, insecure. Can I hear? What is their perception? So they love you uh, a lot. And what I'm hearing is they need permission to recreate the relationship. Like that needs to be a dialogue. That you guys don't have to live in the relationship how it was in the past but you have to make an intention about it so that there's an open line of communication that, hey, I don't even think that they would even have a conversation about it. Hold on. No. Bonnie, have you done any, um, have you done any cord work with them? Well, I I know I had a courting with my mother, but not with my, I've never done it with my children. Yeah, so you like, don't really? have to cut cords. You can heal, heal the cord relationship. Um, and you, you absolutely have, you know, connections with them, cords. And so you can actually do a cord healing and um, it's transformational. Um, and that could be actually the first step for you to do that, um, seeing where that cord is connected from you to them, and then just working on that, you know, with your Reiki or, you know, some sort of other energy healing, bring in um, Archangel Raphael for healing in there, and just noticing then as you intend for that healing and you call in that healing, notice how that... Um, the energy within that cord changes and shifts. And if you do that for both of them and send, you know, them love, obviously, then perhaps you will even feel a shift. Perhaps you'll receive a text, me a text message or a phone call, or you can reach out and you'll feel a very different response. Um, <clears throat> I'm just feeling like some cord work might be a good first step for you. Because they don't have to be involved in okay. that. Right. Yeah, a right. lot of work can be okay. done energetically first. And what I'm hearing is 
they don't feel good enough. So it's a self-love issue. <clears throat> but did I create that? Did I create that problem for them? Um, did she? No. Uh, I don't hear that as true. Do you? You don't either. Michelle does not hear that um, as true either. No. Um, no. Well, it sounds like they suffer from what I, that's how I think I have felt a lot of my life that I was not good enough. I guess I could have transferred it on to my children. Did she, however, hold on a second. Does it come through as a cellular Ah, this is what I'm hearing. So I'm going to talk about sex. So when we have sex, we transfer, you know, emotions, right? Between bodies. Right. And you divorced your husband when they were young, right? Two and six. Yeah, yeah, right. Two and six, right. What, and what was the message from your husband? You're not good enough. Oh, absolutely. So that got... Let me just make sure I understand this. Uh, let me hear. Give me a minute. <clears throat> so, uh, so it got transferred from your husband to you to the children. You were the conduit. But it wasn't your it wasn't your judgment. It was his judgment that was passed on through you. And not your fault. I want to make sure we're clear on that. So what I'm going to do. See, I have felt guilty all my life and I've done everything I can to try to bring the relationship into a more loving relationship. And it's like, I just had a situation just this past week that just broke my heart and I'm going, I've got to get this right before I'm gone. I remove the imprint that I'm not good enough off of your body. Replaced it with self-love. Actually, I'm doing this whoever is listening. Let's just go back. If this applies to you, I'm removing from your timelines and any imprint on your body, your physical body, your spiritual body, in your etheric field, the imprint of I'm not good enough, removing that, replacing it with I am lovable, I am honored, I am valued. Amen, 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 so be it, so be it, so be it, and so it is. Ooh, that feels good. Like, that kind of feels good. <laughs> I got my own healing. <laughs> <laughs> How do you now, feel that? Will that be transferred onto my sons? You need to transfer that onto your sons, not me. Okay. This is your All right. this is your and you can do a copy paste job. Okay. Just copy paste it. But it has to come from you. 
It's okay. what I'm hearing. Uh, it's not for mine to do because it has to come from you because you're the mom. I don't know. This is what I'm hearing. I could be wrong, but don't think so. Uh, Michelle, I like to clear their timeline. Sorry? Mm -hmm. What's that? Can I clear their timeline? Of course you can. Okay. If you copy paste what I just did, they'll get exactly what I did for you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. I was also um, reminded, Bonnie, of the picture that Jody showed and what it says. And it goes along with that cord work. I actually saw the cords um, and they're very constricted. I almost feel like, and, and I hope that you take with this, this with the right intention, I almost feel like you're strangling them, the cords. And as difficult as it is as a mother to let go of that connection, that's what's being called because they're feeling restricted. They're feeling like they're always like this and they're not feeling free to express themselves in the way that they would like to express themselves, even though it feels like you feel like they do express themselves the way that they want to. And that's how you're being hurt but they're not, they're reacting. They're not coming to you from a place of love like they want to because they're reacting to how they feel. And so if you can do that cord work, I think you'll see that, that restriction or constriction. And if you work on that to heal it and open that up, I think that's really going to, I see it really healing and send some rose quartz energy in there as well. I mean, we talked about that at the beginning of the show, you know, use your rose quartz to really fill that up, fill the line of communication, fill that cord. And when they feel that free, unconditional love from you in a different way than they have felt it before, I think that's going to really like soften things. Okay. Yes, I can tell when they're around me. I, I sort of reminds me how I used to be when I was around my mother, that I, I chose my words because I felt she was so critical. And I think that's how they, they I, you know, and I don't understand why they feel that way about me, but I guess I have been, critical of them a lot of their life and, and they won't really speak out because they don't want to be criticized. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, they are adults and they want to be loved and respected and given the freedom to be themselves. And, um, because they see you through those eyes of the parent and, you know, them being still that 
you know, two and six year old basically is how they feel around you. Once they understand that you see them as adults and respect them, even if you don't necessarily agree with everything they say or do, that's not necessary. You love them because they're, you know, your children, no matter how old they are, no matter what decisions they make. And if they can truly feel that and know that, and it may take some time because there's a lot of years there, right? That they have to really feel like you have changed perception toward them. And once they do, then they will start feeling more comfortable being themselves around you. And you'll feel that lightness again, like I was saying, and you won't feel like they're, you know, um, walking on eggshells around you or trying to, you know, choose their words wisely. Thank you. Yes, I agree. Well, I don't want to take up all your time. Thank you both so much. This has really helped. And I had never thought about doing the courting. So um, that and and the um, the stones, he, the stone healing, I will definitely do that. Thank you. And don't forget the copy paste, John. Wonderful. Okay. Thank yeah, you, Jody. You're welcome, beautiful. And um, we'd love to hear how it, it how it transforms your relationship. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. I will You're go welcome, now Bonnie. so you can talk to someone else. Thank you, beautiful. So we haven't done Thank one you. commercial Bye-bye. yet. So <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> mute you. I thought that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's all right. I'm I'm kind of going with the flow. So um gonna uh, do my brand new commercial for the functional food program <clears throat> yay I'm excited here I'll, I'll I'll play a couple different ones here we go Jenny Susan of Susan Essentials was misdiagnosed and nearly died in 2013 instead she chose to reclaim her health using plant and energy-based healing after losing 92 pounds, she now offers the psychologist and doctor-recommended functional food program, focusing on two things, toxic-free living and a connection to our brain health. Susan Essentials re-engineered with Health Looks Like with a self-paced functional food program, now available to you with plans starting at just $99. Ooh, that was fast. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Sell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. All right, one more commercial, but it's not a video, it's an audio. And it's for Naima's show. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, 
Join me and my co-host, Kareem Hamid, every Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the Female Solution Radio Show. As we explore that relationship that is the foundation for our society, the relationship between men and women, husbands and wives. Join our discussion as we seek to repair broken family ties and rebuild our community. Listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com slash the-female-solution. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to our host. Or you can join us live on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash the-female-solution. You know, I'm going to say um, something. That functional food program, um, you know, we've been in pre-launch and uh, the final um, release will be January 1st. It'll be done before then. Actually, it'll be done about uh, by the 15th or 13th, something like that, of this month. But the promise date is January one. And it took long, it took a long time because the toxicity portion was flipping huge. (laughs) So at the end of the toxicity program, I'm like, phew, you made it. Here's a meditation for you. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was stressing out because I'm like, this thing's flipping, never ending. Um, and mm-hmm. so I want to talk about it for a moment because the power of this knowledge will shift your well-being in a way that's unrecognizable. I'm not telling you to measure your food or how much to eat or what to eat, actually, even. I'm saying what each food does for your health. I'm letting you know what lemon essential oil does. Take some microplastics out of your intestinal tract. Walnuts for your brain health. Cashews for your emotional well-being. And then you choose how you feel and what you need. And how to neutralize what you can't control. And that's huge. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm living in a toxic house. I have carpet here. Carpet's got PFAs in it, forever chemicals. Well, since I'm in an apartment, not a house really, an apartment, guess what? I can't take the carpet out. So I have to neutralize every day. We run these diffusers all the time. And so there are solutions. For, every, for just about every situation, if it's not covered in the program, you call me. You make a smart, you know, you make an appointment. But for $99, you can have your life back. And that's um, my gift to the world. Because it's like a, as my husband said, a, um, it's kind of more like a college course <laughs> in terms of all the intense information. So that's my plug. Now you have some courses that you're, are they still available or are they, or what's going on? Cause I didn't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. They're, um, they're going to be on my website forever and ever until I get the calling to not have them on there. Um, so yeah, they're digital courses and, um, they're available at all times. And 
the cool thing with them is they have different pieces and parts to them, but um, every single one of them has a 30 minute session with me. So um, it'll be an intuitive session, whether it's, you know, coaching, it'll probably be depending on, you know, the individual, it'll probably be a combination of reading and coaching. So um, that's really exciting. And then I also do have something that starts January 5th, where it's a six month group program called activation Mm -hmm. or activate rather, I'm sorry, Um, activate where we activate certain energies every single month. And there's one group call where we do an Akashic Records journey. We bring up that energy, we call it in. And then weekly thereafter for the rest of the month, I send every member um, their own individual activation so that we can not only activate these energies, but then create and build the momentum so that it takes um, form and really holds, you know, because we can do energy work, we can do mindset work, but unless we embody it, unless we integrate it, and that Mm -hmm. can take time, it doesn't have to, but it can take time. So the goal of this is to help you integrate these energies. So then they become natural to you and your body feels comfortable Mm -hmm. in those energies. And it may be self-love, you know, um, that you're needing to embody. And I mean, a lot of us do, right? And like you said, Jody, it's not usually a one and done. We usually have to continue in our life because every time that we get to another level, every time we up level, every time we learn a lesson and it's like, oh, this it's almost like the blinders come off and we feel like we're seeing the world in a different way. Well, we're still going to have to go back and a lot of times revisit those lessons that we learned from, you know, when we were way back there, they will just show up differently because we're seeing in a different way. So um, we constantly need to be working on embodying those different energies. Um, Amen. And actually, which is um, why um, I, am doing this other group which is um so i'm also doing two groups and they're starting uh, the middle of january and i don't have dates yet but i've been talking to a lot of people about it and it's a group of women capping up at 15 and a group of men capping up at 15. and during the course it's going to be 10 courses 10 sessions together, all here at where I live in Georgia. Um, you can pipe in over Zoom. You will get the same effect if you need to. So there's 15 people per, I'm sorry, 15 people per group. And we meet every other week. So, you know, week one it might be men, the next week it's women. But And the purpose is to um, level up our consciousness, um, remove timelines, um, integrate, like you said, um, to support, um, a shift in the mindset and whoever does this group, this class with me, um, also gets the functional food program for free. 
and which is a $99 awesome. value. Mm -hmm. And so because, and I'm going to tie that back, by the way, to self-love. Um, so it's 10, it's, it's a hundred dollars for each session. So it's a thousand dollars total, but each session is two hours. So by you bringing together, like by, by bringing together, I can reduce my fees to $50 an hour <laughs> because we're going to bring in more people. Um, and so we'll have the dates starting in January. So if reclaiming your health, both spiritual and physical and emotional is what you want to do. And you want to do it with a group. Um, the men's group, I think, is probably almost full because um, we have um, 10 men from one other place and two from another. Um, the women's group are still building right now. Then um, let me know because uh, it's a thousand. Basically, it's a thousand dollars. And, um, for the 10 courses for the 10, um, the 10, uh, sessions, and then you get the functional food program for free. So, um, so that's, that's kind awesome. of that. Um, so, um, let me tie that back to self-love. It's hard to love yourself when you feel like crap. And you feel like crap when you're putting toxins in your body. And it messes with your brain health and your emotional health. And so if you're eating things or taking medications like I was, um, or any other type of synthetic, then it becomes very um, hard for your brain and your body to process what it needs to process. And our brain is 60% fat. And when we take synthetics, those that that fat, those synthetics get stored in our fat cells. I did a post on this. I said, you know, our brain is 60% fat, and you know, synthetics get stored in our fat cells. And I said, get the picture yet? <laughs> you know, like, really? <laughs> um, so that's that's my gig. So we have another caller. So this is good. Yay! Mm -hmm. So it's 773-366. We're going to bring you on the call. Um, and I think I know who, I recognize this number. So hold on, let's see who it is. Anything you want to say though, before we take the caller, Michelle? Sorry. No. Okay. I'm good. Thank All you. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Bringing you on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Naima Lovey, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? We're good. We're not live on Facebook. Yeah. But that's okay. um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. So people can see you beautiful ladies. Well, I, I have a question. Uh, maybe this requires an intuitive healing session. I don't know. But two years ago, I, I went through a kind of a disappointing betrayal of someone that I had trusted. And, you know, it was, it was you know, deeply disappointing. I'm not still holding anger, but there's a pain that sort of settled in the area of, I guess, my solar plexus chakra, you know, and it won't go away. And I'm, I'm concerned that, you know, I know energetically, if you, if you're feeling pain because of an emotion, eventually it will manifest 
as a physical illness. And I, I don't want that to happen, but I don't know how to get rid of the pain. There is a certain amount of sadness uh, from that. And um, I, I just don't know how to make it go away. Um, and I'm concerned that it, it, it will manifest in something malfunctioning physically because of the energy of the pain that is causing, you know, the, the, the feeling. So, um, you know, the, the I, I think that the sadness comes from, you know, the, the trust that was placed in someone who did something that was just so awful for me. It was a very deep sense of betrayal. And um, it just, the pain has not gone away. So what do you suggest that I do energetically or whatever to get rid of it before it manifests as a physical illness? It's like right in the, I don't know, it's a, almost in the heart area, but, you know, right in the, in the, in the middle of, <laughs> of, well, you know, right where your, your solar plexus is, that's where the pain has settled. And I wake up in the morning with it. I go to bed with it at night. It doesn't go away, you know, and I don't know what to do. Michelle, do you want to start? Or, I mean, I was erasing timelines as Naima was speaking. Sure. And so, um, um, Naima, what, okay. So the question that I'm hearing is what do you feel your part is or was in this betrayal? Great question. Um, maybe not seeing the underlying emotions that were there uh, and the other person, you know, maybe me being too trusting. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's more to it. Let me explain what I'm getting here. Um, first of all, have you forgiven the other person? You have, you don't have to say it to them, but have you energetically in your heart forgiven them? Um, well, let's see. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> uh, Naima, uh, Naima, you're so funny. Well, let's see. Really, Naima? <laughs> Really? <laughs> yes. You can't let it go because uh, you haven't I, let it go. I, I would say I have. I would say that I have, but the hurt is still there. I can forgive and maybe even understand why it happened, but the hurt is still there. So I, 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 I don't think so. 
Have you forgiven yourself, Naima? Mm, and there you go. Because there's, there's probably some, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I shouldn't have let this happen to me. Oh, and spot on, Naima, spot on, Michelle. Well done. Hit the, the what's it called? Hit the nail on the head. I'm like, cause there's some, <laughs> there's like some that. lack of forgiveness here, man. I'm just got to <laughs> have some levity people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's why that hurt is hanging on. That's why you are going to bed with it and waking up with it because you truly haven't forgiven not only yourself, but the other person or the situation. And what happens when we feel like we didn't see something coming or we should have done this or we should have done that, when we hold on to the guilt and we don't forgive ourselves, then we also, we also take on the um, distrust in ourselves because it's really not a matter of not trusting other people, right? It's like, oh, I should have seen that. You even said that. I should have seen that. Well, okay, there's the lesson. Did you learn the lesson? Okay, great. Then move on from it. You don't have to hold on to the hurt. Once you've learned the lesson, you can let that go. But if you haven't done the inner work and learned the lesson and forgiven, then it's going to hang on and you don't want that. So really release. And I might say to you the same thing that I said to Bonnie, if you were on listening, do some cord work, clear and heal that cord connection. You might even want to cut that cord between you and that other person. If they have no reason to be in your life at this point, you can cut that cord and then heal the place well, and it's going to be right here. It's going to be on your solar plexus. They're connected right there, obviously. So you can cut that and then heal that area. Call in Archangel Raphael and Michael, I'm hearing, that they can come in and do that cutting and healing for you. Mm. That person actually has transitioned, so they are no longer physically here. So is that still a a thing energetically yep. I can do? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because cords are not physical, right? So they are only energetic. And when we when we pass on, our body is no longer here, but our spirit and our soul is. And so you are still connected to that person through that cord, that energetic cord. And you, especially now, since they have passed. They don't have any of that negative feeling or energy around you any longer. So you are in control, which is the really great thing. And so you are the only one causing yourself this discomfort and this hurt. And you also can be the one to take control and heal that and be free. They're free. Why don't you want to be? Hmm. I have something to add to that. that. Makes sense. Um, so Naima, I, I, yes. I'm going to say this as gently as I can. Okay. 
Um, mm-hmm. So it's coming with love. Uh, I see something. I've been see- I've seen it since I've known you, and now I understand oh, it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So I have a I have a niece. Um, she has this fake smile that she has on her because mm-hmm. she's in a lot of pain, and so she puts a smile on. But I know it's not real. And now I know why yours isn't real, because you're hurting so terribly inside because you haven't forgiven yourself. Mm, wow. And I love you. You know I love you. So I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to be nice, I'm trying to be kind. And you know the distinction. Mm. And yeah. so yeah. there's a difference, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're gonna remove I removed all that from your timeline and I did remove the imprint and that's gone. But now you have to do you have to forgive yourself. And I know what that's like. I got into a fight that put me into the hospital with my brother. Wow. Mm-hmm. He strangled me. Oh, wow. Threw me across the room. Oh, my. And my back hit the corner of a table, the lower back, left hip. I forgave him. I forgot to forgive myself for my loud mouth. So if I can forgive myself for my transgressions, you can forgive yourself. I give you permission to forgive yourself. We all do stupid things, Naima. Sorry, you don't get to be the queen of that. What you do get to do is join like, the party. I should, I should know better. I'm supposed to be smarter than that. I I shouldn't have let that happen to me. That's the worst thing that could have happened to me as far as what is damaging internally to me. So maybe that's why the unforgiveness of myself is there. It's like my whole life, this is the last, the worst thing that I would have wanted to happen to me. And um, But here's know, the thing. So I guess I'm like, it did and it did for a reason. So the question is, how are you using what happened to you to help others? Are you using it to help mm. others? Guess I haven't figured out how to do that. I'll have to figure that out. Oh, to, ho, ho, ho. Just heard it. Forgive yourself. Use it. Speak the truth. Use that instance to help others. Do you, do you want to tell us what happened to help others now? Or do you need to process some more? And the answer is okay. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I need to process some more. I think, yeah, I need to really examine everything and try to understand all the parties involved and people that I trusted with, you know, I just trusted and um, believed that they cared about me. But there, I guess, was some underlying resentment that I didn't see. 
that manifested in the, the betrayal that happened. And uh, who betrayed you? Well, <laughs> because my life is kind of public, I don't want to say things. <laughs> <'Cause>, you know, <laughs> um, but it was it was someone that I, I felt was a friend, and what they did was ugly. And um, it just made me very sad. And it just, it had a snowball effect of other things. Uh, and um, mm. did, you it know, the, the, did it impact other I, people I, when it snowballed? Yeah, yeah, it, it, it impacted other people and then maybe maybe my belief that it impacted people is more in my own mind because other people really don't care that much about you you know i mean they don't really like focus on your life and everything maybe a few minutes of gossip and they're you know they're done with it but i think it's just the idea of when you put forth love and you receive contempt or meanness that's the sad thing and you know you don't know why. I think you know. Um, sorry, I'm feeling some um, control um, here. Like I, I get it. I have been betrayed by a friend as well, and I completely understand how you feel. I also know that when I let go of the illusion that I could control someone else's behavior, mm. then I learned to trust myself again because yeah. it, yes, I trusted that person and I trusted myself to, to only share certain things with people that I felt would keep them in confidence. And I was wrong. It doesn't mean I can't trust myself. It means I made a mistake. And I also can't control what other people do or say. And so even if I make a mistake, I mean, you know, they are their own person. They're going to do what they're going to do. I can't control it. And I'm not always going to be right with who I open up to. And so there, that's where the forgiveness comes in. You know, we have to release control, but then we also have to forgive ourselves for making a mistake. That's all it was, is a mistake. It wasn't something that needs to be held on to, that needs to um, affect the rest of your life. I mean, like I said before, it's coming up again. They are free. Those chains have been broken on their end. You've got them wrapped around yourself and they're not even wrapped around anyone else. You've wrapped them. You've kept them wrapped around yourself and they don't need to be. You can release those chains. Yes. Yes. And I'm sorry. I know it hurts. I absolutely know it hurts. Yeah. Well, you know, that's 
like you say, it's a it's a lesson in life to learn from and then use to teach others. I just I don't want the lesson that I learned from this. You know, don't trust anybody because that's that's what creates bitterness. Right. You know, uh, you right. can't live your life like that. Um, so I guess I need to figure out what what is the lesson from that awful experience that I had um, that could be helpful. Right. And that's really what I'm hearing is that what you went through is a lesson for others. And you, um, it's important that you publicly share this, whether you're a public figure or not, that you actually, because you are a public figure, kind of like the Oprah Winfrey effect, right? Um, yeah. If I tell it, then other people will be free to tell their situation and then everybody can all let go of pain. Mm-hmm. So, and remembering too, you don't have to name names. Nobody needs to be damaged, or nobody's reputation needs to be soiled based on your story. You you can simply tell the situation. Yeah. 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 It, it's it's difficult. It's difficult, you know. Be- betrayal of trust is is always very difficult. Um, Absolutely. And you know, when you trust people with information or or whatever the case may be, and then they take it and and use it to besmirch you in a certain kind of way, that's painful. Yes, it is. So, um, you know, even even damage friendships with other people, or you know, it's and again, probably everything that was done is really gone. It's just the the memory of the pain and then the damage that was caused uh, inside of me. You know is still there. So, right. you know, I have to be able to let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Talk to me about Coca-Cola. And, you know, I kind of hear something that we've talked about quite a bit on this show where surrender, you know, Surrender to the lesson. Surrender the. Oh yeah, hello. I grabbed the. the power I surrender. grabbed the cards because I'm. I'm, I'm setting you right up. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dolly. I'm setting you up, Jody. You usually the card lady, but I was it's, called. You know, it's it's a matter of surrendering to the divine. Surrender to source. That okay. I, I may not understand this. I may not know exactly why it happened. Surrender resentments. Yeah. That's what I got pulled. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. So it says surrender resentments. Holding on to resentments okay. only poisons you. Try to forgive others yeah. for their shortcomings and keep moving forward towards positive situations in your life. And in this case, you're resenting you. Mm, wow, I hadn't thought of it that way. Oh, yeah, of course you are. You're not letting yourself off the hook. 
Yeah. Let me tell you something. I've made, and it's public, how many mistakes I made. Let's just talk about the 19 drugs I put into my mouth every day mm. for 19 years. Let's talk about that one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you have to uh, forgive yourself for mistakes. Have you called, did you ever call your husband a name? Did you ever swear at your husband? Oh, yeah. Did you forgive yeah. yourself? I've I've called my yeah, husband names. Yeah. I have to forgive myself. Yeah, you have to forgive yourself. And, and they forgive you, you know. Yeah, because uh, I'm a yeah. mess up sometimes. Yeah. I own my humanness. I don't expect me to be perfect. Question is, why are you expecting you to be perfect? Last time mm. I checked, you were still in human form. Yeah. You're having a come to Jesus moment. Excuse me. <laughs> Compliments of Yodi. What yeah, has it been that you can give grace all. to others, but you can't give grace to you? But I'm supposed to protect me. So and you made a mistake. Yeah, but you made a mistake. So are you going to condemn yourself for the rest of your life because of a mistake you made? Crap, that's a hard sentence to pay. To, that's huge. Why would you do that? You know where the real betrayal mm. is? Right now. You're betraying you right now by not forgiving you. You're holding on to an energy, a frequency that doesn't serve you. And as a result, you're, you are, um, the cost is happiness and joy. Uh, hmm. She's more gentle than I am. Michelle, I'm calling you on the carpet. <laughs> The sacrifice is happiness and joy because I, you're choosing also just, love. Thank you. Boom Chakalaka, favorite, favorite book. Mm. Louise Hay, Heal Your Body. Thank you, Michelle Froge. So I looked up solar plexus um, and it says gut reactions, center of our intuitive power. And it says the affirmation to use, I mean, it's spot on what we're saying. I trust my inner voice. I am strong, wise, and powerful. So these are affirmations for you to say, Naima, to yourself, even before you might believe them 100%. But this is, this is what's happened. You've, you've not forgiven yourself and you've decided not to trust yourself. You've decided that this one thing that happened in your entire life is now the reason that you can't trust yourself. Mm, and I just got another when you've been able all along. So Chris sent me a message, Chris Fetula. She says, I, I taste cocaine. And guess why? Because you are well, addicted. I to beating yourself Addiction. up. Mm -hmm. You're addicted to beating yourself mm -hmm. up. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Powerful. Because she said, I, I taste Coke. And I mean, like, isn't the soda? She says, no, like cocaine. And I said, okay, now that makes sense. It's an addiction. Yep. Thank you, Chris. So where does that come from? Is that a lifelong habit of not forgiving myself if I make a mistake? Because yes. Supposed to make mistakes. <laughs> mm. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm I'm taking you through. I uh, feel like it. it oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Michelle. I, f- I feel like something from your childhood, Naima, like you always felt like you had to um, be the perfect little girl. Like, I'm even seeing you like sitting in church with the perfect little dress on that was, you know, ironed so perfectly well and your little gloves and on. And like, if you got a speck of dirt on it, you felt so awful. Like your mom, you know, was going to be real mad at you because you got some dirt on your white dress. Like I see you just really having a hard time um, not being what you perceive as perfect. Does that resonate with you? Yeah, that's pretty much my childhood, you know, uh, consequences for mistakes and imperfections. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to make yep. mistakes. You yeah. must not ever do anything wrong or there are consequences that are painful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my life. Um, I want But you to... are allowed to. Yeah, you totally are. So... Um... I have something I want to take Naima through and anybody who's listening. Um, uh, Zelda from the Higher Learning Network, our Monday uh, morning host, says, wow, most of us beat ourselves up and the world picks up that energy and gives us more, gives us more. That's exactly right. Thank you. 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 That is how we teach people how to treat us. And by the way, thank you, Zell. This is exactly where I'm going. Time to start affirmations and let it go release, which is what I'm going to do right now for the collective. And Naima, I'm going to ask you to repeat. Okay? Okay. Okay. Infinite incorruptible source. Infinite incorruptible source. I am worthy of self-love. I am worthy of self-love. I am worthy of taking time for myself. I am worthy of taking time for myself. I am smart enough. I am smart enough. I am pretty enough. I am pretty enough. I no longer need to apologize for things. I no longer need to apologize for things. I don't need to put everyone first at at the expense of myself. I don't need to put everyone first at the expense of myself. I don't need to compare myself to others. I don't need to compare myself to others. I release guilt for spending money on myself. I release guilt for spending money on myself. I release guilt for my own quiet time. I release guilt from my own quiet time. I live on purpose. 
I live on purpose. I live for what sets my soul on fire. I live for what sets my soul on fire. I release beating myself up for past failings. I release beating myself up for past failings. I release beating I release the feeling of beating myself up for past feelings. I release the feeling of beating myself up for past feelings. Breathe in deep, Naima. And let it go. And I want you to get heart-centered now because you're not releasing this. Now, you're still not centered. Bring in spirit to your heart. There you go. Now, I release beating myself up for past feelings. I release beating myself up for past feelings. Oh, I meant failings, sorry. (laughs) And feelings. I release beating myself up for past feelings. Ah, and there it is. It's in. One more time. I release beating myself up for past failings. I release beating myself up for past failings. Failings are not failings. They are lessons. Mm. Feelings are not failings. They are lessons. Failings are not failings. They are lessons. Feelings are not failings. They are lessons. I am allowed to have lessons. I'm allowed to have lessons. They lessons make me the beautiful human that I am. Lessons make me the beautiful human that I am. Lessons allow me to help others. Lessons allow me to help others. I don't need others to validate me. 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 Bring that in home, honey. Say it again. I don't need others to validate me. Open your heart. Let that in. I'm removing the cage from your heart right now. That's why this is, okay. Move the cage from your heart, please. Okay. I don't need others to validate me. I don't need others to validate me. Oh, beautiful. I don't have to hide my feelings. I don't have to hide my feelings. My feelings are beautiful. My feelings are beautiful. Taking care of myself is the best expression of myself. Taking care of myself is the best expression of myself. By taking care of myself, I teach others to do the same. By taking care of myself, I teach others to do the same. I am a powerful healer. I'm a powerful cure. No, healer. Cure. I'm a powerful cure. No, healer. Healer. H-E-A-L-E-R. Healer. Healer. I'm a powerful healer. There you go. Michelle, what I'm do you have? Yes. By speaking my truth, I am a powerful healer. 
By speaking my truth, I am a powerful healer. <sighs> wow, I felt that one. Michelle, do you have anything to add, please? Mm -hmm. One thing that just kept coming back is I am perfect just the way I am. I am perfect just the way I am. And thank you to Zelda. She's typing this all into the thread. Thank you. Mm. Wow. That's powerful. How do you feel? I feel more relaxed. It seems like the, the pain is kind of dissipated a bit. <laughs> I didn't realize it was like a, a constant thing that was there that I was carrying. So it seems to have have dissipated a bit. I, I'm praying it doesn't come back. <laughs> it should be gone. Perhaps maybe that's the beginning, letting go of whatever unforgiveness was inside of me toward myself. Okay. Yeah, you are in control of that. So just continue those affirmations and forgiving yourself and remembering that you are perfect just the way you are. Yes. Well, I thank you so very much. Um, there's one Both more. You so your... uh, there's one more. Sorry, just came to me. We're not done. I, Naima Latif, and insert your own name, please. I, Naima Latif. I, Naima Latif. Forgive myself for all transgressions, this lifetime, past lifetimes, future lifetimes. Um, say it again. Forgive, I, Naima Latif, forgive myself for all transgressions in this and future lifetimes. In this lifetime. In this lifetime. Past lifetimes. Past lifetimes. Future lifetimes. Future lifetimes. Ah. How's that heart feel uh, now? That, that, that's, that, I, I feel the pain gone. Amen, sister. Amen. Thank you. Zelda says hello to Tinkerbell and Fagla. She goes, my adopted baby birds. Hi, Fagla and Tinkerbell. <laughs> you know, this was um, such an important show to do today. And I think it was your idea. I, I think it was your idea, Michelle. Um, thank you. I don't remember. I must have channeled it. <laughs> I know you channeled the description for sure. Um, oh, yes, I did. You're right. I remember that. <laughs> so I'm going to read that again, which is learning to love yourself can be a journey. Lack of self-worth, people-pleasing, and beliefs about right and wrong can empty our cup. And when we learn to love ourselves, we are then able to share love with others and make true impact in the world. And so 
I'm sending out a blessing to you, Naima, and to everybody else in the universe and all of our listeners. Speak your truth today. Fill your own cup. Help heal the world. Spread the love and let people know that imperfection is perfection. We have a tapestry on our on our wall in our peace room. We have a peace room. It's, you know, where we, whatever. And on the tapestry, there's like a little cutout where it was ripped off. It's on the wall. Because it's imperfect. And we live in an imperfect world. And to put the expectation that we're supposed to be perfect, I'm sorry, that doesn't happen. And I don't care how evolved you are, you get triggered, boom, shakalakalaka. All that training goes out the window. Sorry, that's how that rolls. That's a reptilian brain coming in. Fagala <laughs> says hello, but she's eating my oatmeal right now. <laughs> I could hear her in there. <laughs> I was like, what did she find? <laughs> She's got oatmeal. <laughs> she says, nom, nom, noms, mom. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. So you see why I don't need TV, right? <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you've got your pets too, right? So yeah, yeah. you're beautiful The two pets. kitties. So we have two other callers. Um I don't know. Uh, I know Blog Talk will keep going if we keep it if they keep the mic open. I don't know what your schedule is. Uh, are you called to? I am called also to hear these people. Sure. Yeah. So I'm we good. have two phone numbers: three three six three five zero, and then we have seven seven three four five zero. And I typically don't go over, so we're gonna try to keep this uh, brief. Um, but I feel that there's some healing that needs to happen. So we're going to, we're going to take on these calls. Naima, is there anything you need to say to be complete my sweetness? Well, I thank you for helping me see where the source of the pain was. And I appreciate all you do, both of you. Thank you so very much. So you are very welcome. And you are loved. And it is an honor to be able to serve you. And it's an honor to be on your show. Well, I thank you so much for that. Receive that, Naima, because it wasn't received. Yes. Yes, I do. 90 seconds. Naima, I'm calling you on this. You are not receiving the compliment. Maybe that's the difficulty that I have to overcome, being able to receive sincere appreciation of people, maybe because I'm still not appreciating myself. I get it. So now we're going to go into another mantra. So we're not done. 60 seconds. I appreciate myself. I appreciate myself. Oh, okay. We're doing this for the collective. We're activating people's receivers. So you're 
right hand is giving, your left hand is receiving, I activate your receiver, your ability to receive, Naima. Anybody who's listening, we're activating your ability to receive. Ho. Ho. her receiver on this okay so now you're a little vulnerable here i can feel you naima 10 seconds so i uh i so i'm going to say this to you again i am honored to be on your show this is your show the female solution that you created thank you for receiving well, i'm that. honored to have you yeah, and now you received it. I felt the difference. Now, say this. This is what uh, Zelda says. <clears throat> I appreciate myself. I appreciate myself. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I appreciate myself. <laughs> I appreciate myself. There you go. I love myself. I love myself. I activate my own ability to receive goodness. I activate my own ability to receive goodness. Repeat that, please. I activate my ability to receive goodness. Oh, amen. That's in there. One more time for me, darling. (laughs) I activate my ability to receive goodness. And I love myself. And I love myself. I appreciate the things that I do, the good, the bad, the evil. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the, what was that? Say that again. I appreciate the. (laughs) So I appreciate everything I do. I appreciate everything I do. The good. The good. The bad. The bad. The evil. The evil. <laughs> I appreciate it all. I appreciate all. Because it's a lesson for my healing. Because it's a lesson for my healing. I appreciate it all because it's a lesson for my healing. I appreciate it all because it's a lesson for my healing. Oh, that feels good. Now. It is an honor to be on your show, Naima. I am grateful that you have provided a space for me to share with the world. I am beyond grateful. Uh, And Chris says the taste of cocaine is lifted. She says you're no longer, which means to me, you are no longer addicted to this pain. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, stop the habit. <laughs> yes. Amen, sister. Amen. Well, I thank you. Uh, I guess I guess I better let you get to those other two people who want to get some help. Thank you both. I appreciate you. Love you, Dolly. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
Yes, you're welcome. All right. So 386 is next, and then 773. So hold on. Or 336, not 386. Hold on. Greetings, Jody. Yes. Hello. Greetings, family. Can you hear me? Hi, it's Mama AZ. How are you? It is. I'm just giving thanks, and I'll make this short. Thank you, uh, ladies, so much for uh, just helping Dr. Latif. And Dr. Latif, you have no idea. Um, then, yeah, yeah, you do. Your husband's in the house, and I'm so grateful that I was able to tune in to this show because it takes me back to the Black Indian March in Washington when I first met your husband, uh, Dr. Latif, in in the in person, and I bought the first book when nations gather, and I drummed. Um, there at that journey in Washington. And I'm just looking back in reflection and giving thanks to my mom, Maddie Paris, for allowing me to come to the planet to experience the female solution and you, Dr. Latif, and you, Jody, and all of everybody that's on this line that is receiving a healing because the universe had you to call in Dr. Latif and share. It takes me back to the reasonings that Brother Abdullah Latif, your husband and I, we would have on the shows, on the other blog talk shows that he was a part of. It just takes me back. And I'm, I'm so grateful, Mama. I'm so grateful, my mama, to my mother for allowing me to come to this planet to heal. That's what we're doing, family. Everything that we're going through, we're, we purposely set this up 